0: Plus question mark great ready yeah sorry I'm totally ready too mm-hmm. absolutely
1: yeah hmm Dr. Doom doesn't wear his face mask anymore boys and girls your attention please presenting a new exciting radio program faster than an airplane more powerful than a locomotive impervious to bullets
0: hello and welcome to the thought bubble a podcast about comics and comics adjacent culture i'm joanna robinson
1: and i'm dave gonzalez
0: if you're just joining us for the first time we're here to answer your questions about all things comics dave here is our so-called expert and i'm your friendly neighborhood novice but this podcast is meant for comics lovers of all levels if dave wants to go in depth or spoilery about a particular answer he'll do so in our advanced section that comes at the end of each episode with ample warming so don't worry if you have a question for us please shoot us an email at thoughts at gmail.com you can find all of our old episodes at fightinginthewarroom.com slash comics so without further ado let's get on with the show hello and welcome to the thought bubble it is thursday october 15th and this is issue number 30 hello dave
1: hi how was your week last week
0: uh it was full of tech stuff i was at like a convention of sorts but it had nothing to do with comics neither of us were at new york comic-con this year but we do have some uh some news to report or not report because i'm sure you guys have heard most of it but just at least throw in our two cents plus dave has some debunking to do which is my favorite version of dave so here we go yeah (laughs) yeah do you want to say anything else about not getting to go to uh to new york comic-con were you crushed um
1: uh, yeah mostly for just like missing out on the people uh hopefully this is the only year that it won't happen because of horrible scheduling and how long you gotta plan comic Cons. speaking of uh, san diego comic-con press registration i gotta do that by december that's that's how long that's how long you gotta think these things. are are you
0: going to san San diego comic-con next year
1: I don't know, but I should probably get my press accreditation re-upped in case my I have God.
0: to. Let's be San Diego Comic-Con best friends. Okay. Uh, Maybe I'll let's we go to San Diego
1: <laughs> and drink during Comic-Con.
0: Yeah, hang out. With the fr- That's what my friend did this year. He hung out in the fringes and drank and had the best time and like snuck in one day using someone else's pass. So uh, if you're listening Comic-Con, I do not endorse that behavior. Uh, if you're not listening Comic-Con, it sounds like a cheap and fun way to do it. So I don't know. All right. We are going to start with... uh, I don't know if this came out of Comic-Con, actually, but the news that uh, FX is developing two shows that are based in the X-Men universe. I mean, superhero TV can't stop, won't stop. Uh, So this is Legion and Hellfire. Uh, I'm most excited for Legion, not because I know anything about the comic books, but because uh, the pilot is, is to be written by Noah Hawley, who created Fargo, which is my favorite show on television. So... Uh, I am excited for that. I think he's wicked smart, and I have no idea what he would do with a comic book property, but I'm in- in- interested to find out. Dave, what are your thoughts on Legion and Hellfire?
1: Um, these are the series that are the result of, I think we talked about it, oh, I'm going to say four episodes ago, but don't hold me to that. Um, of the, Remember, we talked about Mutant X, which was a turn-of-the-century uh, Marvel made a mutant TV series uh, that was too close to X Men for Fox's liking, so everybody kind of like sued to get production stopped. Does that ring any bells? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, after that happened, uh, you know, superheroes obviously got, only got bigger uh, from that, and Marvel reached into right. television, so they started having these conversations for years uh, between Fox and Marvel about how to cope aesthetically get to mutants on television again. And these are gonna be the results. And I think that's all you could read into in terms of uh the Marvel name being on it, is it sort of like a we will not sue this project out of existence. We have some sort of say on, you know, I don't even know if it's story or budget based, but I think it's mostly uh there was an agreement that was worked on for years and years and years. And I think they found uh, two properties that could both intersect with the Fox universe, but also not be super important to the Fox movie universe uh, to the point where Marvel feels like it's significantly losing money on this partnership. So Legion's gonna be cool. That's uh, in the comics at least. It's Professor X's son. So like, think of like uh, I don't know everything you could do with a cool young Patrick Stewart like character if you don't make him uh, like a stupid. Uh, I don't know Gen X teen, but I guess people aren't doing that anymore now that Gen X is old. And then uh, Hellfire will be
0: millennials. Yeah,
1: that's right. Hellfire will be the Hellfire Club, which we saw a little bit of in X Men First Class, but that with Kevin Bacon, right? Will probably be a period piece. I think. Cool, Uh swanky. Yeah, but that'll be like the evil agents of Shield uh, to the and are these both on FX? Um, Or
0: one's on Fox and one? I mean, Legion's FX. But I, I can't remember about Hellfire. Let me look. Oh, I think Hellfire is Fox, which makes sense to me, right?
1: Yeah, it's possible. FX and Fox are trying to figure out what their comic book hit is going to be. Yeah. Because Fo- Gotham is uh, kind of grinding it. its gears.
0: Ain't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Hellfire is Fox. That makes more sense to me. It, fe- it feels like FX, should, which has such a distinctive brand, I think, should dip one toe at a time into, like, the superhero TV world, you know? Uh, Except, (laughs) um... (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, this isn't superhero, necessarily.
0: All right. Well, do you before we get to the next FX comic book show, do you want to debunk a Fantastic Four rumor for me?
1: Yeah. So basically what I was leading up to with that little spiel about the history right. of that battle was, uh, no, I ended on a question for you that was open-ended. That's my fault. I got to control my own damn conversations. But uh, Marvel didn't have to necessarily get anything in exchange. So I think the whole idea that... Fantastic Four and Galactus and Doctor Doom and Silver Surfer had reverted back to Marvel, which existed for a few hours today on Thursday. Um, was right. people thought that you know they had Marvel had to get something in exchange for letting you know mutants on television? Uh, but no, they 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 didn't. They picked mutants that aren't like you know we're not getting like a Wolverine TV series. Uh, I think that this is just uh, I get like the D string mutants. Right, and uh, a chance to make those ace (laughs) minions.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly there were plenty of people who didn't know. I don't know. I don't want to pick a character and be wrong, but I, I think Marvel has done plenty to build up comic book characters that weren't so much of a thing before the film, the MCU.
1: Right. And so this is forcing Fox to do that, which I think is enough of a middle ground to mean that they don't have to give up like a property in order to take a shot at making a Hellfire TV series. I think Marvel's like, hey, you know, that's barely us anyway. So go for it. Like we're not doing a crazy, you know, Hydra TV series or anything like that they're going down a different route more towards inhumans, which I imagine Fox is still sort of like raising an eyebrow at. But if anything, this is cool. Those fires uh, for inhumans mutants being sort of like near the same sort of thing.
0: So the other FX show, um, that's a comic book is more in the line in the vein of like what AMC is doing with comic books, which is like the walking dead or, uh, the upcoming preacher series, uh, FX is looking at, uh, why the last man, Uh, which was rumored to be a movie for a million years, makes a lot more sense as a TV series. And the reason I compare it to The Walking Dead and Preacher is it's, like them, a a series that had a ton of issues, a ton of volumes. They've got just a ton of story to work with. Um, So, anyway. um, Well, I
1: I guess the difference would be Preacher, they have a finite amount of issues, And same with Why the Last Man, whereas The Walking Dead sort of goes on and on, which I think is, you know, part of its theme, and I might have said in the sides, that's what makes the comic better than the movie. Or movie, sorry, TV series. Um, But Why the Last Man was, like, bought out um, to... Be developed as a movie by i believe new line in like 2007 and they get, yeah. just kept trying to do it until the rights reverted back to brian k vaughn and he's the one that's uh, sort of farmed them back out to fx so not only is it in a format that should be better to tell like the whole of the story but the creator is, is uh, back back on board in yeah. a major way
0: yeah um yeah, I I I'm really interested to see what happens there. And uh, you know when I was talking about it on Twitter, a couple people said that um they thought maybe the gender politics of Why The Last Man were a little outdated now, actually, in, in this short time uh since it came out. Oh feels yeah, like things it, have gotten better like for, for women? Time. Yeah, a little better for women, I think, maybe. Um anyway, my point was uh, you know, since Brian came on is on saga which is one of the most gender positive comics out there i have faith that like any sort of updating that needs to be done in order to make this a more contemporary story he could easily do so that's my take on it what do you think
1: uh yes i definitely agree and then he's also willing to do it like when it was being developed as a movie at one point when new line was like we're only going to make one movie, he finally was like, well, if anyone's going to make one movie out of this story, could you at least let me do it? And so he came in and he made a single Why the Last Man uh, script draft. So it's not like he's one of those people that believes the narrative's there because he made it the first time, and so it's not necessarily precious enough to not screw with uh, going forward. But, yeah, I mean, if it needs to be updated. But if not, I think it would be... Good portrayal, just as it was. Just because it was so unexpected for when you hear the pitch of everybody with the Y, everything with the Y chromosome dies, except for a man and his monkey. You're like, ooh, this is gonna start sexy times and be some sexy times. <laughs> and just the fact that it doesn't go there, I think, is entertaining enough. Maybe stuff like the theater troupe or whatnot um, is going to end up being like slightly more dated, but I don't know post apocalypse is, is it's hard to say that they're dated because like soci- all society ends and then you boot up again, right yeah, so i don't I don't know, but we'll see
0: but it'll be a cool um you know i, I beat the same tired drum, but it, it's a good opportunity for a lot of great roles for women, which is great um a, a an amazing star turn for one monkey yeah. and uh well, it's got to be
1: the monkey right. <laughs>
0: Uh, like Maurice from uh, from Friends, that monkey.
1: I mean, isn't there only like two monkeys? It's like the <laughs> Hangover monkey and
0: oh, the Hangover monkey. the,
1: the other monkey, the other not Hangover monkey. <laughs>
0: All right, I could see the Hangover monkey being York. Um, it's gonna uh, be Andy
1: Circus. It's it's fine.
0: <laughs> and then um, in our lead role, like um... that's York. Yeah, sorry. I, I realized that I got Ampersand that wrong. I was just, I was just sort of hoping we could skate past it. But I'm glad you said something, so I didn't get a bunch of angry tweets about it. Anyway, why <laughs> uh, oh, for Yorick, the last man? Uh, who do, who do you want to see in that role?
1: Oh man, who do I want to see in that role? Oh, let me let me IMDb this guy's name. This might just be because uh, he, he's on the tip of my mind uh, from from seeing Goosebumps uh, last night. But Dylan Ooh. Dylan Minnette, I think, would be would be fine. He's much more... He's the male lead in that movie, and he's really malleable to what a screenplay needs him to be, which I think is uh, the great part of when Shia LaBeouf was going to do it when he was the right age. Uh, the, the bad part is if... You, I don't think you need uh, somebody who really wants to do something for it. Like, I don't think it's a huge star turn. I think it's, like, the anchor at the the Grant Gustafson of your f- Team Flash, if you will, where it's just like he just shows up and does good enough each time, and you got to, you know, have other flares of talent around him. So that's Man, what I at the you, center of it.
0: You like your young actors named Dylan, don't you?
1: I mean... It, <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, yeah. Dylan Minnette played uh, Jack's son on Lost, so that might be a nice... Because Brian gave on... Worked on Lost, right? He did second season of Lost. Yeah, so that might be a nice little loop around. Um, yeah, I think for a long time, uh, the dream casting that I saw that I really liked was Anton Yelchin, but he might be too old for it now. Um, oh, that's interesting, Anton Yelchin. Yeah, I mean, you. I mean, York should be kind of a
1: beta male, right? I mean, pre- presumably. It's funnier that way, but it depends how quick he has to go through his arc, you know. Um,
0: because I, I want Evan Peters to do things that are not American Horror Story, but I know that he belongs to Fox and the X Men franchise, so I don't know if they could steal him. But I really like that kid, and I want him to be in other things.
1: So, all right. Uh, mm, yeah, he would have to ditch American Horror Story, I think. Right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that, not, though. But you're right. I do want better better things for and
0: that, And that, I mean, like, he, you know, he was on an episode of American Horror Story last night. He was good in it. I mean, Evan Peters is always good in American Horror Story, is my opinion. But it, the material doesn't always deserve him. And he's the only actor now who's been around since the first episode. You know, Sarah Paulson was, like, a guest star in season one. Sorry, this is our American Horror Story, like, sidebar. But, like, move on, Evan Peters. Take a cue from Jessica Lange and be like, you know what, five... And then a break, and maybe I'll come back. But a break, enough now, enough.
1: I mean, okay. Peters doesn't strike me as somebody who says no to a lot. That's, that's probably true.
0: Okay, uh, next on our rumor list is this intriguing information about Thor Ragnarok.
1: Mm. Um,
0: do you want to talk about this, Dave?
1: Well, it's supposedly dark. The darkest Thor or Marvel script Yet whatever that means According to birth movie's death But also according to that There is uh, either The um, Superhero-esque Valkyrie or the Actual North Myth Valkyries Are in the script Apparently it's unclear uh, it would be cool if they were you know jamming more female superheroes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because we keep asking for that and Valkyrie at least when she showed up was like uh, like a female Thor uh, there was somebody who could transfer into Brumhilde no Brumhilde something like that Uh, From Hilda. Yes. Whereas, like a crazy doctor guy picked up the stick and turned into Thor. Same with Valkyrie, since she's been rewritten, just be like another sort of uh, goddess. Uh, But yeah, be really cool. But the other thing that people uh, keep bringing up with Thor Ragnarok is that it's like a Hulk movie with uh, with, like Thor and Hulk. uh, They're like go on some sort of cosmic adventure. And we pick up and Thor is, like, on his way back to Asgard to figure out what's going on with the Infinity Stones. And the Hulk is on some other planet that is not Earth or Asgard, which has a whole bunch of people talking about sort of picking up at the end of Planet Hulk, which I think would be funny just for how often we talk about Planet Hulk. But, yeah, that's, that's it's, all of that is all stuff that makes rumor. Thor Ragnarok much more interesting, but Yeah, just rumor.
0: it's interesting. Is Taika Waititi confirmed for Thor Ragnarok. I think the latest is in negotiations. So take it Ta- yeah. Ta- Ka- who did yeah. what we do in the shadows and, uh, Eagle versus shark. I think that's what it's called. Um, you know, is, is the front runner to direct Thor Ragnarok. Um, and the rumor I heard, I forget who said it, uh, is that, uh, mostly he got the gig because he's, he knows Chris Hemsworth. um, you know, I think TT is New Zealander and I think Chris Hemsworth is Australian. I know it's death to anyone who confuses those two. But let's just say those bros are from similar areas and they know each other and are friends. And, uh, I, you know, I the story I heard, and I forget who told it to me, but it was someone who I believed, was that Marvel knows that Thor movies haven't been working very well. Uh, the fact that they want to add Hulk... And Valkyrie and really shake shake it up sort of indicates that to me. Um, but also the fact that they wanted to hire Take It With TT to like, just make Hemsworth like the most comfortable and happy that he could be on set was a rumor I heard. And it could uh, be true or not. I don't know.
1: Can it make um, sense? All, all those points.
0: But what's weird, the only weird thing, the only thing that doesn't quite you know jive together is that... Take away, Titi away, T.T. does uh, comedies. And if Thor Ragnarok is going to be the darkest Marvel movie we've seen yet, I mean, that's that's just, that'll be interesting,
1: I guess. Yeah, Birth Movies Death says that he's been brought in to, like, I think their quote was, like, lighten up the corners of the script. But, like, the idea being, like, Thor movies end up looking like Thor movies, whether you put Alan Taylor, Kenneth Branagh behind them. So we might as well put somebody that's going to, like, have a good time with everybody And, you know, add some levity to this. I I believe Christopher Yost did the current draft of uh, Thor Ragnarok. And he's also uh, written some of the, what was the last Yost comics that I read? Uh, I think Venom, back when Venom was, like, fighting demons and stuff. Uh, Like, a guy that's capable of doing some serious uh, mythology, heavy lifting uh, under Marvel's direction. Because he's done it definitely in the comics in the past. So, I think it's, like, a go-team uh it, you know uh, attitude going into thor ragnarok but it does feel at this point like the movie that everybody knows they have to make but like it, don't want to yeah he's <laughs> he's the one that ran out of gas like they got yeah. to iron man 3 and they're like oh man we need more iron man movies but then we're just gonna do three captain america is gonna be fine thor is just like and also thor's here
0: <laughs> hey guys guys I got this hammer, guys. Come on, it's yep. great. He, uh,
1: you know, <laughs> got banished to London for his sequel, and no one really cared what happened to him there. So he got banished to a lake for most of the Avengers.
0: I still think Thor Two is like far and away the worst. Oh no, it's Thor Two or Iron Man Two. I don't know, but Thor Two is such a bad movie. Uh, in the in the um, like, if we're holding it to the level of the other Marvel movies you know and I just think about Thor 2 and I'm like oh god that movie um so yeah if they can put more you know inject you know more fun things for maybe Kat Dennings to say if she's even in this movie uh or for Mark Ruffalo to say um yeah why not
1: yeah and I mean presumably they they don't need like yeah they don't need like a whole bunch of like for earth in this movie at all and maybe we've sort of like grown beyond that. Since definitely the worst parts of the previous two Thor movies were on Earth.
0: I know. I'm just saying, like, if if Thor and Hulk do go on a cosmic road trip, I kind of want Cat Dennings to stow away in the trunk of the spaceship or whatever. Um, or if they're not a spaceship, I don't know. I like Cat Dennings. A lot of people don't. I do. A lot of people don't in those movies. They don't like Darcy. I do. So you know,
1: whatever. right? It's got a lot. Of, it's got a lot of lifting to do, but uh, putting Hulk in there. Is a great way to b- get people on board for a third Thor movie when they keep just like having nothing to do with Thor.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's like it's sort of like the the Captain America three movie. You know, like oh, let's just add another Avenger in there; it'll be great. You know, because Thor two didn't have any of the, of the other Avengers, right? Right. Whereas at least Captain America two had you know Black Widow in it, so.
1: Right, and 3 had a ton of... everyone? Oh, yeah, 3 Captain America 3 is going to have a ton of people. It's weird how they keep moving, like, I don't know. It was weird in Iron Man 3 that they hadn't really figured out how to do the multi-piecing universe to the point, like, people walked out of that movie being like, well, why didn't you just call the Avengers? And, like, they were like, you'll figure it out, but we never really figured it out. I mean, like, I guess Hydra, but, like, we didn't, like, really figure it out. And then after Winter Soldier, everything felt so connected that I kind of forgot that they just keep pushing Thor over to the side until he has another movie. But like I feel like, you know, Black Widow and Hawkeye, despite not having their own uh movies, have been like present more so.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Than Thor
1: and yeah. this universe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Poor Thor. Okay. Um, other Marvel movie news is that... This is old news, but we just wanted to comment on it, which is just that um, Ant-Man 2, which has been retitled or titled Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, has been I- I inserted into Phase 3, pushing Captain Marvel uh, back, like, six months, I
1: mm-hmm. think. And Black Panther up.
0: And Black Panther up. And... Um, there are also three more mysterious Marvel movies that have been added to the slate that we don't know what they are. And a lot of people have reason to believe that Inhumans may not be happening at all, after all, perhaps?
1: Oh, yeah, that's a bunch of different things. Too
0: it's... many things. Okay, let's start.
1: We'll go back in time.
0: Let's start with Ant-Man, who... What was your stat that you told me before air? Ant-Man's bigger in Japan.
1: Ant-Man's man. Man's bigger in China than Guardians of the Galaxy. That's
0: crazy.
1: Which means, yay, which means this is not surprising news anymore. Ant Man uh, getting a sequel, yeah, it's is possible. great. But like, okay. it's it's it, this is a good pivot point because we're talking about Thor. It's like Thor Ragnarok is the problem with announcing a movie too early and sticking to it. Like, we're gonna do three trilogies for our three main characters, and then now you're like, oh crap, oh, Thor. Oh, Thor. Yeah. So uh, this this whole idea that. You know, you know, things getting pushed back or pushed forward have anything to do with quality, I think, is sort of a misnomer for people who got really mad that uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp pushed uh, Captain Marvel back there. Oh, like,
0: I am mad about that, though, like, because, OK, so I understand Ant-Man's making a, a crap ton of yen. Like, that's great. But, like, um, it it does matter that Captain Marvel is delayed a, like again some more not that it was delayed before but like we've been waiting for this and th- for that to be the thing to get pushed is
1: uh anything that I- was on that date would have been pushed so you say i think so yeah
0: mm, so you say but i mean like if it were an iron man movie it wouldn't be pushed
1: i mean i think it w- it would have yeah it's like, you know, they pushed Civil War because uh, it was against Batman v Superman. It's like these things have, don't have anything to do with the quality of the products, I don't think. And I think, like, Ke- I think it Kevin- has to do
0: with the priority. It's just clear to me that the Marvel Cinematic Universe, MCU, does not view having a woman helping a movie as a priority in any way. And maybe they shouldn't. Maybe they should just look at dollars and cents and not give a shit. But it doesn't feel great. When you're a woman and you really want a film, you know, in the most popular genre going to have, you know, someone who bears some resemblance to you, kind of, not really. I will bear no resemblance to Captain Marvel. But, like, (laughs) uh, (laughs) in the the lead of this movie, you know, like, if that's important to you and then the company just keeps making it clear that that's not the priority for them, that – doesn't feel great you know yeah oh yeah we got and the wasp in the ant-man title so okay and the wasp all right but uh it still feels you know significant
1: i hear what you're saying right and i don't want I, I to invalidate it either but this isn't like comics where like if a if you wait six months and there hasn't been a new announcement then they they aren't listening to you i just think like marvel studios is such a big hulking mess uh, no pun intended. That, uh, like their their concerns are beyond what our concerns on the ground are when we hear a title of a new movie. Um, like if some of the rumors are true about arguments that happened between like Pearl Mutter and Kevin Feige before the split and the results of the split, which are this is where all these rumors are basically coming from. Like if there's going to be Inhumans or if Vin Diesel is going to be somebody. Um, It's that, you know, Feige really wanted to make sure that Captain Marvel and Black Panther were, like, on the slate, and so they, like, kind of got to be the last, and Perlmutter was, like, sort of more into Inhumans, and so he got to tag his end at the last. Basically, like, they had a couple of dates, and everybody got to throw on their, like, little passion projects. Now these are solidifying and becoming things that have to be contracted and paid for. Uh, They're going to shuffle around, but I don't think... Anyone who's in charge of working on Captain Marvel is uh, pissed off that they have three more months to work on it, or something like that. Sure, okay. I don't know, D- potato, potato, But like, I mean, yeah,
0: if I were a writer and I were given three more months, I'd be
1: delighted. Sure, I can see that.
0: But uh, you know, and I, I don't think that like Kevin Feige is a sexist. Really? I don't really think that Kevin Feige or like any of the, or no, maybe some people are, but like, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I'm not saying it's like a deeply sexist or misogynist move. I'm saying it's a careless move. It's a, it's a move that makes at least me and a few other people like me feel like we don't matter,
1: you know? Right. And I think that's what's happening is if, People are going to feel like that when the date gets moved. That's something you're going to feel like because that's the side effect of knowing that that movie's coming is having to, you know, have your expectations attached to something that's so fluid because it's years and years ahead of time. It's like, you know, it's, I feel weird sort of buying uh, lightsabers for different Star Wars characters so that I don't know how they're going to turn out yet. You know, it's the Darth <laughs> Maul syndrome. We were like, oh, cool, double-bladed lightsaber. I'm going to want to owe that. And then he dies at the end of the first movie he's in. Like, what the what the shit? So <laughs> we, we're in movies. It's going to be a long game. I'm I'm disappointed we won't be getting Captain Marvel sooner. But I would be very worried if Marvel did something like announce they were moving to four movies a year because that's just an insane amount of money and people to make work. And I think that would be stretching at least before you do your billion dollar budgeted two dollar your two piece Avenger movie or whatever.
0: But I mean, here's, here's what I'll say that I, I I don't know if I sound like too much. Well, okay. I also don't want to apologize for feeling this way because I read an essay by Jennifer Lawrence that told me I shouldn't, but I will say (laughs) this, that, that, um, it felt bad enough that Ant-Man got a movie, Ant-Man, right before a woman got a movie, uh, and I say that as someone who liked the film Ant-Man was excited that, you know, Edgar Wright was work I know with Edgar Wright was working on it from like a long time. Like I get that this was a thing that was in the works. But once again, it just feels like it's like Seth Graham it's Seth Grant Smith, right? It's like Seth Grant Smith fucking getting a DC, a Warner Brothers DC movie, The Flash, to direct when who the crap is he? I mean, I know who he is, and I actually am not fond of his work, but like, you know, He's he's an, completely an experienced director, you know? And so the fact that, like, we make way for another white dude with no experience, you know, before we make way for other people is uh, frustrating. Well,
1: yeah, and I don't want to belittle that, but those are fictional people. It's like, can you imagine how Asian Americans feel seeing Doctor Strange cast up with white and black people? Oh, absolutely! I mean, it's probably the exact I've, same way, but the, at least they like all of their hopes are starting to be dashed. Captain Marvel, people, it's like we're still talking about unknown property that's <laughs> getting pushed farther away.
0: I mean, I'm not, I'm, I, am not i am i am not here to say that my frustration in any way diminishes someone else's frustration. I, I mean, that y- you can't frame something like that. You can't say like, "Oh, oh well, Dave Gonzalez I'll...
1: can frame something." like that. <laughs>
0: You just, like, sort of, yes, all Asian to me or something like that. Like, I just,
1: you know, anyway. I, I, you, I, I took the only way out of the corner. You let.
0: You let me with <laughs> okay. um, All right. What else do you want to talk about? Um, do you want to talk more about the Inhumans thing?
1: Oh, yeah, possibly. Um, uh, so the rumor coming out of, I think it was Bleeding Cool in New York Comic Con, was that the Inhumans movie might be off. Um, gone not on the schedule um, they are sort of claiming it has something to do with the Perlmutter Feige uh, split um, that uh, this is like Feige's way of screwing Marvel television because they're doing Inhumans uh, it doesn't make a ton of sense and I still think that um, Adam McKay would want to do Inhumans uh, I think reported on that in Latina review in the past and i still think that's true and i still think that now ant-man's making money uh, marvel's gonna come back to adam mckay obviously he would be a smart decision for ant-man and the wasp too um, but i don't think one has to exist without the other um so in humans the rumor of Inhumans being in flux i would believe canceled i don't believe at all so like okay. it might be pushed back or um, you know, become one of the, the three unannounced movies. It might not be the 2020 date that we have placed on it, especially if things like, uh, um, A, if we need sequels for anything like Captain Marvel or Black Panther, and uh, obviously there's uh, going to be more Spider-Man movies for the rest of forever, regardless how the 2017 movie does. So we're also looking for that could slide into one of those spots.
0: Excellent. And the last thing we want to talk about is another rumor, uh, which is that Marvel is developing a TV series. Marvel and Netflix are developing a TV series outside of the Defender series uh, about the character Moon Knight, who I, I, I'm going to say what I learned about Moon Knight yesterday from both Twitter and, and my good friend Nate. Uh, okay, so Moon Knight is sort of Marvel's version of Batman. Except he's mentally ill and has multiple personalities. Uh, In his most recent iteration, he wears a full white suit and a white, like, sort of balaclava, uh, which is really interesting. He, uh, one of his multiple personalities, and I think the current run is a little girl. Uh, He, unlike Batman, he is very willing to kill people, he's very violent. Um, And, yes. Which is interesting, because I always thought Daredevil was sort of, um, Marvel's Batman. Yeah, uh, both,
1: both, they're both, they're both, they're both, both Marvel's Marvel's Batman, Batman. equivalents.
0: Okay, uh, what else did I learn? Oh, okay, yeah, he gets power from a god, uh, maybe an Egyptian god, ancient Egyptian god, mystical, it's mystical, his powers are, and, uh... Yeah, that's everything Joanna learned about Moon Knight yesterday. <laughs> that's Dave, pretty how did, good. How did
1: I do? Okay. Yeah, no, no, that's good. I'm smiling if you can't, and you can't, okay. can't hear that. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was, uh, he's like a multiple personality disorder Batman in white. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I was told that one of the, the comic plot lines has the Avengers going back in time to Egypt, and then Hawkeye trained all the guys who then ended up training Moon Knight sort of, or something like that. So it was like this weird cyclical, like,
1: um,
0: anyway. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: that, was, that was a weird sidebar, sorry. I just... <laughs>
1: that sounds very comic book and Marvel. I would not I just doubt that.
0: Liked, I just like time travel <laughs> and causality. I think it's interesting. Anyway, I know you do too, so don't pretend like you don't. Anyway, um, so Moon Knight, what do we think of Netflix doing more Marvel properties?
1: I think this grew out of, I'm not sure if we talked about it last week or if it was during our, or two weeks ago, if it was during our off week, um, someone finally mentioned that Iron Fist wasn't doing well at Netflix, which I have also heard. Yeah, uh, we did talk about this. Okay, good. Yeah, so um, I, I I think that uh, this is, uh, Umberto from Heroic Hollywood uh, dropped this rumor that uh, Moon Knight's being developed sort of backdoor like Punisher, uh, which I think is true from everything that I've heard. Uh, they're really looking into um, popular characters that they could seed into that universe um, that aren't... Uh, you, you might remember when we talked about this in the past uh, listener that I've also mentioned (laughs) uh, things like Blade uh, popping up like in Netflix. Like if they were Mm -hmm. to do like Blade or Ghost Rider, which are also properties that they have, that they would be more likely to pop up on Netflix. Uh, Since everybody's felt a lot really weird about how that's going to work out with the mystical properties. So you're looking at stuff like Punisher and Moon Knight, um, where if they do well enough uh, coming into contact with the super noir Jessica Jones and the uh, punishment taking Daredevil, that then they could sort of expand off in their own uh, different, more genre-heavy uh, directions. Uh, Netflix would definitely be the only place that you could do a character like Moon Knight Justice similar to The Punisher. So that's uh, where, definitely where they're looking. Because of
0: the, of the violence?
1: Uh, just because of the violence and the tone that you, you the character best takes is sort of almost unbalanced. Uh, but even though he ends up being like super respected by everybody in the Marvel Universe at some points. Um, but yeah, n- uh, not super popular enough to have a movie, so I see why he's on the Netflix side of the rumor. But yeah, <laughs> Netflix may or may not swap out something for Iron Fist. Uh, like I mistakenly thought it was only for a series when this deal was made, and it turns out if it does well enough, you can get a second season like Daredevil. Uh, I don't really know the size and the scope of the Netflix Marvel Studios deal anymore. So maybe this swaps in for something outside of the Defenders deal, or maybe this takes the place of um, uh, the Defenders, or maybe the Defenders becomes a series. Like, I wouldn't it would be much I... more interesting to have like a three episode Moon Knight arc and a three episode Punisher arc, and then everybody teams up in the movie or something.
0: Yeah, I mean, the movie. That that just never really seemed, like, a great idea to me, but um, just because, like, why limit yourself when you're Netflix and you can do whatever you want? And you could even do, like, not a movie, but, like, a three-episode series, you know what I mean? Like, a mini series basically, which is, I mean, Daredevil's already kind of a mini series, but um, anyway, I'm excited. I, like, I can't tell you how excited I am for Jessica Jones. Every single little teaser they drop gets me, like, even more thrilled, so... Uh it's a good time to be a superhero over on Netflix.com. Um Yeah.
1: <laughs> anything else we want to talk about? Oh we uh, did you see the Daredevil Season Two trailer? Yes. We've got yes. two 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 shots everybody's talking about back Punisher's head and Electra's face.
0: Yes. Yes. They were like brief seconds of Electra and Punisher. We saw them. Yeah. Electra putting on a mask, in fact. So uh you know.
1: Yeah, and I like how they, they, we only really know what to punish here because it's against the shot of an X ray of a skull. And I'm like, yeah. Ooh, how are you going to make those two things come together in Daredevil Season 2?
0: Um, I will say I watched some of the uh, Daredevil Season 2 panel. I think I watched it, or at least I just felt like I did because I was on Twitter during it. Um, uh, I You know, and I, I like John Berenthal in Everything But The Walking Dead. And uh, I really like the actress that they have playing Elektra seems really cool so i'm really really inter- um excited
1: about season two yeah it's gonna be a crazy uh, and
0: i mean spring. the fact that they, they already have a teaser do have they put a date on it
1: um no we're just expecting it in the spring they, I, I think i said 2016 at the end of the teaser so it's definitely next year
0: See, I mean, like, so you and I talked about this before when we argued over when we thought Luke Cage would be coming out. Um, And I'm wondering, since they already have a teaser for Daredevil, which I feel like they didn't have one this early for season one, uh, that maybe Daredevil comes in February or March. You know, something like that. And then we could get Luke Cage uh, in the summer, like I said, rather than in the fall.
1: Do you know? Yeah, it all depends on how they want to stagger it against house of cards um, next year's superhero oh. clusterfuck in the theaters oh, it's like three too. x-men movies and yeah. a batman versus superman movie and your normal you know two marvel movies it's gonna whenever they could sneak in a uh, you know daredevil season two drop and uh you know either calm in the storm or to steal somebody else's thunder We'll, we'll see. But that starts in, like, February. So we're, like, we're, we got, we got quite a podcasting year coming up.
0: Uh, oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, and we will probably be more regular about podcasting when that starts, probably. Uh, until then, Dave, where can people find your work?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DA70 and then mostly at Latino-Review.com and Geek.com this week. Uh, check out my writings, especially my radi- rankings of all the 62 original Goosebumps on Geek.com. Because oh my I, God. I did that
0: Dave did that, he read all of them If you if you hadn't been following him on Instagram Now you know what he's been up to um, Alright, my name's Joanna Robinson You can find me on VanityFair.com I'll be writing about some, uh, some Superhero stuff coming up uh, I'm pretty excited And uh, you can listen to me talk about Game of Thrones Season 1 Over on A Cast of Kings We're doing a Season 1 rewatch and read uh, Until next week I'll see you then, bye
1: You Viewer beware, you're in for a scare, Goosebumps! <laughs> the Bump's gonna goose ya! The Bump's gonna goose ya! The Bump's gonna goose ya!
0: The Bump's gonna goose ya! Welcome y'all to the dead house! But you better stay out of the basement!
1: Yeah, you'll be in some deep trouble
0: If you don't heed my statement! Pumps are a coming and they want monster blood, y'all. So you best say cheese and die, or all of the Greeks will call. we well, young at-